Yo, yo, what up everybody? Welcome to another episode of Knowledge with Homage. I am your host, David Castle. Today is October 23rd, 2019. And might I add, shit is going down. We're living in a crazy time, folks. Things have really never been like this ever. But I guess that was always true, you know, throughout history. But now it's just, shit is especially crazy. I mean, they're spraying the skies on a daily basis. The weather is controlled. We got laser beams blowing up buildings. We got mind control. We got fucking propaganda 24-7. We got a crazy orange president who's making ridiculous tweets 24-7. It's ridiculous. What are we going to do? Fucking homeless people everywhere. People on drugs, meth, heroin, alcoholics, gambling. Fucking crazy. Shitty rappers. They're everywhere. But I've been thinking the other day, the weather sucked. It was windy. They'd been spraying the skies all day, so it was totally overcast, and you could see the, you know, the weird ripply striations in the clouds from the chemtrails because of what they're pulsating into it with the electromagnetic waves from space-based satellites or ground-based ionospheric heaters. There's multiple ways to do it. Um, they pretty much got it down. You know, the, the global weather can be controlled. It can be manipulated. The jet stream can be changed. They can make storms, they can make hurricanes, fucking tidal waves, earthquakes, you name it. Volcanic eruptions, whatever you want. We got it. Now, what I'm talking about in my town, and what I witnessed firsthand, and what I've seen many times, and what many other people have seen as well, is the correlation between the chemtrails and the shitty weather and people's shitty attitudes. Uh, this is definitely a real phenomenon. I've discussed this with different people. I recently posted in a Facebook discussion and had other people chime in with their own stories about uh, you know, similar things taking place. And it's a real thing. When they spray the skies and when it's dark and gloomy and we're in this artificial fucking simulation of a world, it's like we're in a fucking a snow globe or something, but like a chemtrail toxic poisonous mind controlled snow globe of from hell <laughs> it's fucked man and i sell cars so i got to deal with the public and that's tough enough to begin with but when you add this shit that's being sprayed into the sky and whatever comes along with it i don't know if it's because of the substances that they spray or if it's because of the radio frequencies that come along with that and the pulsations that are very close to uh, the frequencies that the human brain works at. I think it's more the frequencies because it takes a long time for the the nanoparticulates to actually reach the ground. I don't think you're inhaling them immediately. It takes a few days. So that that's debatable whether that is the cause. But as far as the you know the radio frequencies goes, that those travel at the speed of light, so they affect you immediately, and. Uh, Man, it just really makes you wonder. And this is all speculation because at the end of the day, there's really no way to prove it unless you had some ultra-sensitive equipment that can detect these um, very, very low-frequency wavelengths. Uh, how would you really know? I don't know, but you can witness the evidence and see the signs of how weird people act when the sky is like that. It's like people are in a bad mood. They're very rude. 
Um, road rage is worse. People are like on edge. Uh, everyone I was working with was being a dick. Uh, people were just grouchy and talking shit. And like the customers were the same way. And it was very strange. So I, I asked a question to a Facebook group that I'm in that is aware of these kinds of things. It's kind of more of a conspiratorial fucking chemtrail activist type of group. And uh, people had all kinds of crazy stories. I had uh, one lady who noticed the difference with her children. She had two kids. And, you know, they're young, like five or six or something. And she said that they normally get along really, really well. But when they're spraying the skies, you know, very, very heavily, and when they're manipulating the atmosphere the way that they do so often... Uh, she said her kids fight and they fucking argue and they just can't get along. You know, it's like something a little switch is flipped in their brains where they act differently. And other people had similar stories, you know, uh, road rage incidents, um, different things like that. And it's just like crazy, man, that we live in this world and that this is reality. You know, <clears throat> people... I think most, you know, 99% of people are living in a fantasy world. Give me one second. <clears throat> people are living in a fantasy world and they just have no conception of reality. They don't really understand what is happening. And if you do understand what is happening and you try to explain it to other people and to expose it to them, you really just seem crazy. You seem like a lunatic. And there are very few people who are willing to listen to you and to acknowledge with an open mind what you have to say. And as I've mentioned so many times before, there's a psychological phenomenon that's associated with this, which is called cognitive dissonance. And it prevents you from wanting to listen to things that challenge your existing belief system because it shatters your worldview. And people don't like that. It's not a good thing for most people. So it drives you nuts. But, you know, let's let's go over this world that we live in right now. First of all, the weather can be controlled. There's many, you know, hundreds and hundreds, perhaps thousands of scientific papers that have been published on this subject. There are many patents that are in the public domain that explain in detail the technology that is used to do this, the purposes for which they would do it, uh, the the warfare tactics, the political reasons, and just... You know, there's all kinds of reasons people would want to control the weather. We've tried it for thousands of years. You had ancient Indian tribes who would do rain dances in the middle of the fucking forest so it would rain. And, you know, there's many Native American tribes who would do this. Uh, so it's not new to make it want to rain or, uh, you know, just influence the weather somehow. People pray to for, for good wedding days and shit, you know. So to be able to actually do this through the utilization of technology is not a very far-fetched idea. But the fact that the technology is so far along is something that is hard to believe for most people, most people who are not familiar with it and who haven't done any research into it. But the fact of the matter is that the weather can be controlled, as I've said so many times. It just blows my mind. That's the reason why I always talk about it, because... Just to think that the environment in which you live can be so heavily manipulated and 
everyone around you is so oblivious to it and you can't even discuss it with most people because you'll be ostracized and just looked at like a crazy motherfucker, really. So that's fucking nuts, right? And then on top of that, we have this, we're embedded in this wireless pool of fucking toxic radiation at all times. You have all these cell phone towers, which some people call death towers or mind control towers that are beaming these electromagnetic frequencies that are going right through us all the time. They don't just stop once they hit your body or once they hit your house. You have to have a very special setup in order to stop these waves. You got to get a fucking nice tinfoil hat to prevent them from controlling your brain. That's real shit, man. People really do that. It's pretty weird, but it's true. In fact, an activist friend of mine named Matt Landman, who made the movie Frankenskies, it's a documentary which uh, features my music, no big deal. But uh, yeah, he made a a very good documentary called Frankenskies, and it is a history of weather modification, and then it goes into what is currently happening in the current state of affairs. But uh, he actually sent me a, a hat that is, blocks electromagnetic radiation. I was like, man, it's not even made of tinfoil. It looks like a real hat. So that's real shit, folks. You got to protect your brain. That is very true. So uh, the weather's controlled. We're inundated with electromagnetic frequencies that are harmful to the body. And that's only going to get worse because they're bringing on the 5G which is blatantly harmful. You know, there's stories of places in England where they cut down all the trees because once they put up these 5G frequency emitter things, uh, the trees started dying. And the birds all fucking died. And, you know, all the leaves died. The, barks, the bark dies on the tree. And so, you know, people from the city or the government, they'd come and just chop down all the trees because... You know, if people see all these fucking trees dead next to these microwave transmitters, they might raise an eyebrow and be like, what the fuck? This doesn't look safe. You know, why does this tree look like it's completely burnt? And, uh, yeah, so that's a thing. I recently read an article that said over 200,000 workers who worked on cell phone towers have received burns and cancer and different forms of cancers from working on these cell phone towers. Uh, these frequencies are fucking harmful, man. They're bad for you. And we're all walking around with these cell phones down by our dicks and we're probably all going to get cancer and fucking die. And that's part of the plan, though. That's part of the eugenics movement that started you know, in the late 1800s, early 1900s, but is much older than that. Just the ideology of some people being more deserving of life than others uh mostly the rich obviously they're more special but uh the just purposely having them spray this stuff in the sky and and have the the frequencies that are just going through our bodies and and hurting us and giving us cancer and stuff they don't have to do this and it's obviously being done on purpose for a purpose and what do you think that purpose is if it's not helping us and you know it's not progressing us as a civilization then obviously it's meant to destroy us and there's a war going on 
There's a war going on outside no man is safe from. You can run, but you can't hide. As the infamous Mob Deep once said so brilliantly. But it's fucking true, man. And you got to think about it. And wonder why so many people are going along with it. Or, or why people just can't even notice it. We've been trained to constantly seek entertainment and disregard reality. We run away from reality. And our cell phones are a huge part of that. We can constantly and immediately just plunge ourselves into a whole different world where fucking things are just totally different. You could just constantly be looking at porn all day on your phone, right? It's like, fuck, that's crazy. Ancient people didn't have to worry about this stuff. They had their own problems that probably sucked just as much, but we have problems on a whole nother level that were inconceivable to the ancient philosophers who were like so smart. Imagine if Socrates was here. There wouldn't be no fucking Socrates. He'd be on his phone looking at porn all day. You know, what the fuck? I don't know, man. It just seems like it's harder to focus nowadays. There's so many different avenues of escape that it's hard to, you know, devote yourself to one thing and not be pulled a million different directions. And this is done intentionally as well. We're just over inundated with data, useless data that means nothing. I mean, there's so many statistics and just we're constantly connected to all of the news all over the whole entire world and it doesn't affect us. I mean, how much of the news that you see on a daily basis really affects your life at all? Like, what does it matter what people are doing all the way across the earth or even across the state? Or across the country. I mean, it doesn't affect you. And yet we're being presented with this information. And it's presented to you in a way where you're led to believe that it matters to you. And that it affects you when it really doesn't. And this was something that was uh, pointed out a long, long time ago. When the mass communication thing first started happening. When they introduced the telegram and the telegraph. It allowed us to send information across the country very quickly. It was across the mainland United States. They didn't yet have it across the Atlantic, but that came soon after. And there were a few people who noticed what was going on and realized what this was going to do to humanity as a whole. And it was going to fucking just totally change everything. And it totally did because now you got some person in like colonial America who knows everything that happened to the fucking Queen of England yesterday. And it's like, what does that matter? It, it doesn't affect you. It's just useless data that takes away from the things that you should be focused on, which are the things in your immediate surroundings, uh, your community, your smaller community, your local community, and your family, and you know your own shit, focusing on your own thoughts and being your own person. If you're constantly fucking being presented with a bazillion different viewpoints by a bazillion different people, then it's hard to be yourself and it's hard to use your own mind. So we're like products of this giant system. It's fucking just weird, man. I don't know. It's hard to even explain, honestly. 
because we're so deep in it. But it's like we're living in the Matrix. It's a fucking simulation of some kind. And a big push that is going on right now is for people not to have babies or not to have families or anything like that. We're intentionally being made to be infertile in many different ways, ways that you wouldn't even think of. For example, boxer briefs. A lot of dudes wear boxer briefs instead of regular boxer shorts. And those things make you infertile because the spandex constricts your balls. It makes it so they don't produce sperm. So you're infertile. You can't have babies now if you wear those things all the time. And if you go to the store, that's like all you can find. It's all that shit. And the clothes are all tight, constricting, reducing your freedom of movement. But that's like, it sounds funny, but it's like, that's a real shit, man. Another thing that uh, reduces your sperm count is plastics. All of our food comes in plastic packaging. All of our drinks, the milk, water, any juice or fucking vitamin water, Gatorade, all that stuff. It's all packaged in uh, plastic, which, you know, has been proven to give you cancer. It's been proven to uh, make you infertile. And yet, why is all our food packaged in that if it's not good for you? And if all of these studies, which are public and, you know, everyone knows about it, there's people who, you know, they pay millions and millions of dollars for research and development for everything that's done in these big corporations, and yet they can't find a way to safely package our food? I mean, don't be naive. What that says is that it's intentional. Because the people who control these companies, the people who control the food production and the production of our liquids as well that we consume, they're they're in on it, man. They're trying to fucking get rid of us, dude. It's just crazy. And you could take steps to um, mitigate it, but only to a certain extent. I mean, you can carry around a glass water bottle or a metal water bottle. You can wear boxer briefs. You can wear nothing. No underwear. Why not? Um, But even if you're like a vegan or a vegetarian and... You're trying to be healthy that way. That also reduces your fertility because you're not getting enough protein. You know, it's uh, that's essential for creating your little swimmers that make babies. So obviously there's a lot of bad stuff going on. Um, Recently in California, they shut off the power to a bunch of people. I think it has to do with the 5G thing. But then again, I don't know. I'm just speculating. Um, there's more fires going down, which a lot of people point out the correlation between directed energy weapons and the fires in California. I recently saw a picture that it was a laser being fired. It looked like it was coming from space and it was a red laser. And then at the end of the razor, the laser, it went into a cloud. And then from that point, a lightning bolt came out. So the laser was fired from, I would assume, a satellite. Or, I mean, there's different ways to do it. They could bounce it off the ionosphere from a ground-based thing. But, um, and then I read the article about how how, um, in 2005, this article was written, it talks about lightning being uh, generated through laser beams. So you can't even fucking know if a lightning strike started fire is real now uh, for the past couple decades actually 
And on top of that, if they can create the storms too, which in which the lightning comes out of, then how do you know what's real? And and this is the world we live in, and that's why it's so it's just confusing and it's frustrating. I mean, how can you stay sane when you know all this crazy shit's going down? It's fucking weird, man. On top of that, you know, people are so lost and the, the world is just crazy. That's why everyone is so into pop culture rather than meaningful things. We have this, you know, people love their sports teams and stuff. They have an allegiance to that. And it's almost like it's replaced the family and replaced God. Everyone's just like, well, not everyone, but a lot of people, you know, obviously sports is huge business. You have these gigantic stadiums that fit tens of thousands of people and everyone will go there and they get all dressed up and they'll fucking cry if their team loses. They'll cry if they win. And they're that into it. You know, which is fine. Like, I'm not hating on that shit, but there's a reason for it. And they've done this shit since ancient Rome. It was called Bread and Circuses. And there was a famous Roman philosopher whose name now escapes me but he wrote all about it on on why the political elite of ancient Rome would use the games, you know, the gladiator games to distract people and pacify the masses and make them more docile. So they would focus all of their energy on entertainment instead of the reality around them, which was not that good. Because if people really became concerned about what was actually happening in their city and you know what the people in power were doing to them and how they were being manipulated and controlled then they might rebel and they might do something and they might upset the power structure so people are made to be docile and put up with what's going on by being entertained and that's what Aldous Huxley wrote about in Brave New World there's two books that really explain the world we live in today that were written in the early 20th century. There's George Orwell's 1984 and Aldous Huxley's Brave New World. Now I've talked about these on many of these podcasts before, but they're pretty important books. And both of them were part of this elitist group. Like they were in the know. They they attended these meetings where they planned out what they were going to do on the future and how they were going to do it. Now Aldous Huxley, well, George Orwell's book, uh, Aldous Huxley's was before, so let's start with that. In Brave New World, the people are controlled mostly through entertainment. Um, Everyone has sex with each other, but they don't form any loving bonds. They don't form families or anything like that. Um, There's a bunch of TV and, you know, just people are constantly entertained. They're, They're totally distracted. Now, in George Orwell's 1984, people are, they get punished more. It's more of a fear type of control system where if you do something wrong, you'll be tortured or you'll just disappear. And the books are burned. And if you get a book or something or if you even write or anything, you'll be tortured and killed. Whereas in Brave New World, there's just so much entertainment, so much sex, and so much drugs that people don't even care about the information. The books exist, and you could read them if you want, but nobody wants to because they're totally focused on other stuff, on entertainment, on more of the 
carnal desires is what it'd be called, like the physical shit, like sex and and drugs and just feeling good. Whereas in 1984, there was an oppressive government that, you know, forcefully prevented you from from focusing on, you know, religious stuff or or like civic duties or actual history and stuff like that. Like you would be punished if you looked into that. In 1984, you technically could find that information, but nobody, like you couldn't even think of it really because you were so distracted all the time. Like it was, it wouldn't even come into your psyche to do that kind of research, even though you could, because you're just so fucking high all the time or like, you know, fucking someone or whatever. But um, so we live more in a brave new world type of society. It's not really like 1984. I mean, aspects of it are, but we're really being entertained beyond belief. And that's a, the way our society is controlled. It's everything is a show. And look at politics now. You know, like the debates between the candidates for uh, presidency, they're like, they're like WWF fucking SmackDown things. Like, there's no real points being made. You, you don't get to talk long enough to really explain your views on anything. You just have to yell at the other person and try to, you know, put them down and then maybe make a little joke and then make the crowd laugh. And then that's how you win now. It's fucking, it's, it's like a fucking rap battle almost, except they don't rap. They should rap, it would be more entertaining. A rapper would probably do a better job at president than most of the motherfuckers we got out here, but it's just crazy. And we we take everything at face value. We read the titles of articles. We don't even read the article. And I think our brains have been changed since the invention of social media. You just scroll. You have this endless timeline where there's like constant entertainment. There's constant fucking stimulation of the brain and little dopamine hits that are constantly happening where you don't have to really look into something and look into the information. You just take it at face value, fucking form a little opinion, almost subconsciously because you don't really think about it. And then you go on to the next one. You're just being overloaded by information all the time, like scrolling, 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 fucking ass titties, ass titties. (laughs) That's what a lot of the shit is, man. That's what gets the likes. Got to show some skin. But it's crazy. And then you have people who think they're fucking doing something good for the world, like these climate change activists, people like Greta Greta Thunberg, that chick. And, you know, first of all, nobody gets to fucking speak at the UN who's doing real shit. Like, you get invited there because you're part of the gang and you're part of the agenda and you're furthering that. They're not going to invite motherfuckers like me to talk at the UN and say some real shit. Fuck no, dude. So anytime someone has a gigantic platform like that where they have, you know, all of this funding and people behind them, it's because they're part of the establishment and they're being used. They might not even know it. I think a lot of them don't even know it. Like, they believe in the system. They think it's all real. And they're just, you know, doing what they believe in because they're fucking brainwashed themselves just as much as anybody else. But the climate change thing is something that really gets me. And obviously part of the reason is because I know that the weather is controlled, at least to a big degree, or that it can be. 
And, you know, once they start doing that shit, they're not just going to stop. They're not going to try it once and be like, oh, that's that was cool. Well, we'll put that aside and maybe do it later. Like, nah, dude, they're doing it all the time on a fucking massive scale. And the reason why is to justify the climate change thing. So with climate change, you know, the theory, which it is only a theory, is that the release of carbon dioxide and other uh, greenhouse gases into the atmosphere creates the greenhouse effect in which the sunlight comes into our atmosphere and it can't escape because these fucking uh, gases trap it in our atmosphere, therefore raising the temperatures, therefore melting the icebergs, and then we all die, and you know the polar bears die, and the animals die, and anybody living by the ocean dies. And yet these people in the climate change movement are buying houses on the beach for $15 million, like the Obamas. I think Al Gore has a nice beach house too. And it's like, so it's so self-contradicting all of these people, but people buy it because it's on TV and because they're wearing suits and shit. That's really all it takes is you have to look credible. You don't have to behave that way. You don't have to talk. The, you can just talk the talk. You don't have to walk the walk, if that makes sense. But um, yeah, you got all these people... And they'll hold these demonstrations. And they're obviously condoned by the government because they let them shut down whole streets and they like camp in the middle of the street. They have weird parties. They're listening to like techno and dancing like a bunch of assholes. They just look weird, man. It's like you could tell none of them have jobs or like real lives. I don't know what the fuck these people do to get money if they're on welfare or if they just like fucking. I don't know. What do people do? Are they Uber drivers? I don't know. Not to diss any Uber drivers, but I I feel like they don't have real jobs. Anyways, they're doing these fucking protests all over the world, and it's to protest climate change. Like, we need to do something now. We need to fucking save the planet. And it seems like a lot of them really believe it, which is weird. Like, And it's sad, really, because they've just been brainwashed to the point where fuck, they actually think it's necessary to go do these protests that are just so strange and they're just doing weird shit. And there's a lot of like symbolic stuff involved too and it's just kind of creepy and weird and fucking like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? First of all, it's wrong because it's based on a total lie. I mean, the science of it is not conclusive whatsoever no matter how many times that they say it is. You know, 97% of scientists do not agree on this shit, even though they say that. It's like the number they throw out all the time. 97% of scientists agree, blah, blah, blah. We're all going to fucking die because of climate change. But one thing they don't mention is that these scientists are all being paid by these big foundations that are pushing this agenda. You know, their grant money comes from people who want them to come to that conclusion. So if you're being paid to come to that conclusion, then yeah. 97% of scientists are going to fucking want a paycheck at the end of the day. That's what it really is. So that's where all this science is based off of. I I won't even call it science because it isn't. Science involves, you know, having a question, a hypothesis. Then you do experimentation. You get the data, interpret the data, and then come to a conclusion. Was your hypothesis false or was it correct? This is not what is being done with the climate change thing. They have a conclusion they want to come to, which is humanity bad. We need to get rid of people, poor people, that is, people like you and me, you know, regular people. The rich people are fine. 
They can fly around in their private jets that cost fucking millions of dollars to fill up with fuel and, you know, release more emissions than any normal person would in fucking 10 lifetimes. But that's fine because they're rich and they get to tell you what to do. And at the end of the day, the problem is you and not them. You know, this is their their thinking and shit because there still is a class system that rules this world. You know, no matter how much people try to say that we're equal and this and that, it's not true. You know, the rich people control the world. And when I say rich, I don't mean somebody making two or 300 grand a year. That's not rich. That's nothing. Like, these motherfuckers got trillions, hundreds of billions. And uh, that amount of money is inconceivable to most people. It's a completely different lifestyle. These people do not go to Walmart and fucking fill up their cart with shit for the week, you know, like, they're on some whole other shit, man, they, it's like, unimaginable, dude, some crazy shit, uh, but, yeah, regardless, these people who cause, you know, release more emissions than anyone, people like Leonardo DiCaprio, he's a big dude who's, works for the UN, he'll go give speeches there, I think he spoke right after Greta, or in her place, or some shit, and uh, he's telling us, well, we got to reduce our emissions. We can't drive cars anymore. And it's responsible. We got to do it for the future generations. We got to look out for them because they won't even have a world to come to. It's all going to be water. It'll be like Mad Max. Everyone's going to be rolling around on boats. There's going to be pirates and shit. And fucking that's that. You're going to have to eat fish and stuff. But all the fish will be dead too, though, because of Fukushima. But that's another story. Anyways. You got these rich, powerful motherfuckers using more resources than anyone. It's totally unnecessary. They have gigantic houses that cost a fortune to heat up and cool down. And, you know, the landscaping where they use all the water and fucking, like I said, like fucking 10 times already. They just use way more resources. And yeah, they're going to tell you how to live. And then kids buy it. Because we've been trained to worship these authority figures. And entertainers have now become authority figures. Even though they're not any smarter than anyone else, they're completely fake. They're made-up people. That's why they play all these different roles so well is because they're professional liars. They're just like politicians or lawyers or salesmen like me. But I'm the truth, man. You can believe me. But uh, so they've convinced these people that they need to cut down on what they do And there's a lot of people who refuse to have children now because they think that they're going to bring these kids into a world that's just completely terrible and fucking there won't even be a planet to live on, basically. That's what some people think. They really think that. And so people aren't even having babies. They're not going to fucking get in relationships. They're not going to get married. They don't want to have babies. And Michael Crichton made a good analogy about this at the end of his book, State of Fear, which is what that whole book is about, is about this whole scenario. And this was written in like the late 90s, I think, maybe early 2000s. But he says that these people who are making these lifestyle changes in order to save future generations who they don't, you know, don't even know or anything like they're not even real people yet or whatever. It's like a kindergartner giving a gift to their parents you know like it's cute and it's nice but it's unnecessary like it's not gonna do anything you didn't need to do it it's fucking 
I don't know. It's <laughs> it's just useless, and it's not going to do anything, and people don't get that they're just being played like hella bad. Um, It's just nuts, man. All of these movements that are going on that seem... Uh, that just take, tend to take the world by storm and everyone signs up with them and shit. There's people who are using these movements to manipulate you, you know? And that's why you have to look deeper into things and don't take them for face value because, you know, more often than not, like fucking 99% of the time, there's another agenda. And, uh... Don't let yourself be used by that shit. That's why you shouldn't join groups or foundations or anything. Because what you do is you give away your individuality. You give it away to the group. And then you become just a statistic. And you get to be used by whoever is controlling that group. Because you're guilty by association. You're... You basically signed up for whatever that group did. And that's what voting is. So if you vote for, if you voted for Trump or if you voted for Obama, then you're guilty for all the people they fucking blew up with their drones. Or if you voted for George Bush, then you're guilty for uh, the invasion of Iraq and Afghanistan. You know, pretty much like you fucking voted for him and you gave away your power to govern yourself to a representative and uh, they do whatever the fuck they want. Because they use you for your vote and your money to go do the work for uh, the big powerful people who actually control the world. Who appoint these these presidents and senators and governors and stuff. Because they're not really elected, they're selected. They're appointed and nobody gets to that position by accident. You have to know somebody, you have to play the game. And uh, you have to know what you can and cannot say. You have to know what questions you can and cannot ask. And the less questions you ask, the further you will go in this system. Because it's all on a need-to-know basis. That's the way that Freemasonry is ran and uh, all these secret societies. There's different degrees of understanding. You go up to 33 degrees of Masonry. And a lot of people think there are degrees above that as well. And if you're a 32nd degree Freemason, you have no fucking clue what's going on above you in the 33rd degree or the 40th degree or whatever. Because you ain't in that crowd, man. You won't even know it exists. So that's the way the world's ran, man. It's pretty fucked. Pretty crazy. And as I say before, I don't really like plan these talks. I'm kind of just blabbering. So you're just in my mind. And this is a very organic talk. It's not something that is uh, prepared ahead of time. It's just a stream of consciousness being vocalized. So I hope you enjoy that and can see the benefit in that. It's just a real person really talking. I don't need to write everything down and, you know, maybe I should though. Another thing I've been thinking about lately is, uh, once again, just the phones. Like, every free moment we have, and I'm guilty of this too, every free moment we're just looking at our phones. And it's not like it's anything important. It's just useless data. We're just scrolling through it, fucking 
liking a couple pictures, whatever. And then we're also compelled to make a post once once in a while, you know, post something yourself on social media. And you, you really want those little uh, dopamine hits. And that's what the people who design Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and all that shit, Twitter, uh, they did this on purpose. They designed it in such a way where you get these micro dopamine hits that compel you, they, they give you a little satisfaction, just a little bit, but not enough to be fully satisfied and like lay it aside. You know, it's it's enough for you to feel kind of good and to become addicted and still want to use your phone, but not enough for you to be like, oh, fuck, that was great. I don't even need to look at this anymore. Like you just throw it in the drawer or something. No, it's not quite that good, but it's kind of good. It's good enough to where you want to constantly check it because it's never enough. It's like a drug. They call it chasing the dragon. That's when you like fucking, I think you do heroin and coke at the same time and you're trying to like balance out the highs. You're coming down on the heroin and you go up on the cocaine, take some more heroin, heroin, cocaine, cocaine, heroin, and you fucking just switch off between them and you're like chasing the dragon. You're trying to get higher and higher and like keep it going. Um, alcohol is the same way. Alcohol is the most harmful drug in the whole fucking world. I don't care what you say. Uh, it really is. It's destroyed more lives than anything else, more families, uh, more relationships than any other drug. I mean, it's fucking terrible. It's worse than meth and heroin because more people use it. It's seen as being harmless. And you got all these bars and, you know, clubs and whatever. It's all legal. You know, you can fucking drink wherever you want. You know, most homeless people are drunks. You know, a lot of people, a lot of homeless people don't even do hard drugs. They just drink. And that will destroy your life just as bad as any hard drug. And it will kill you too. It'll make you look like shit, make you feel like shit, and uh, kill your liver and fucking a bunch of other stuff too. But um, that's still legal. So what does that tell you? You know? What does that tell you about the world you live in? When you're allowed to drink, get drunk as fuck every weekend... You know, they've replaced Sundays. You used to go to church and regardless of what you feel, how you feel about church and and, uh, religion and stuff, a lot of people are very against religion because they think that it was only used to control people, which it has been. uh, But beyond that, too, it's also liberating and it puts things into perspective because when you acknowledge a higher power and... You know, when you when you realize that there's more to this life, it makes you want to live a better life and to do things that are more meaningful in your life. So, you know, to say that that's just used being used to control people, it's kind of ignorant because you don't have a whole understanding of the history of religion and all the different religion. I mean, there's hundreds or thousands of them and a lot of them are very similar. So what's up with these similarities? There must be something going on. Maybe there's something beyond this realm, this physical reality that we inhabit. You know, the soul is a real thing. And it's been talked about for thousands of years, perhaps hundreds of thousands, perhaps millions of years. Who knows how long humanity's really been around? There's a lot of conflicting evidence when it comes to that too. And the soul isn't necessarily contained within the brain. When the mind isn't in the brain, it's more of an energy 
that is animating this body that we are in. You know, the physical body is the physical body is a result of the soul. The soul is not a result of the physical body. The soul will still exist when the physical body dies. The body is just a vessel that the soul inhabits and and lends animation to it. It gives it movement. It gives it an energy that allows it to move. But um after the body dies, the soul then exits that vessel and goes to another realm. Now, the soul can't be measured, it can't be weighed, it can't be seen. Well, but some people say they can see it, though, or like see an aura and stuff. But it is, uh, it's an etheric substance, is what they would call it. You know, it's, it's not tangible. It's something that you just feel and you just kind of know it's there. And what's the difference between a living organism and a dead one? You know, like, technically, a body shouldn't be able to stand up or something. You know, like, the the mechanics of it doesn't make sense. Like, what is this energy that is within us that allows our muscles to con- expand and contract and and make us move the way we do? And what's the difference between a living person and a dead person? Because a living person can stand up on their own two feet just fine and they can walk and run and jump and fucking skateboard and snowboard and do all kinds of cool shit. A dead person can't do anything. They just lay on the ground, <laughs> you know? Like, however they die, that's how they lay, and there's nothing that can make their muscles move. And it's not really, like, the heartbeat or the brain. Like, what creates these electrical, this energy that allows us to fucking move around? There's something that inhabits your body when you're alive that is not there anymore once you've died. Your heart is still there. Your brain is still there. All of your internal organs are still there. But the thing that makes them work, the thing that breathes the fire into them and the electricity is no longer there. And what is that thing? Well, that thing is the soul. That's the fucking eternal motherfucker man it's like all the shit that we all are we're all a part of this god thing and you know however you want to interpret it through whatever methodology or belief system um it it's a real thing it really is and like if you think about it for long enough you'll come to that conclusion that fucking there's something going on here that's much bigger than what we think and that's part of the reason why i like to like give these talks it's part of the reason why I like to make music and more like serious stuff is because, you know, you have this one life that you're living and uh, like, what are you going to do with it? Hopefully you're going to make a good impact because, you know, you're going to continue on after this. And what if there was a consequence for the life you lived after you die? And what if there was a fucking hell? And then you just got to burn there with these evil motherfuckers all the time. Like that would suck, dude. And that is also, though, an argument for why religion is a control system because they use the fear of death in order to keep people in line. You know, that's that's a common argument that you'll find against the religion or the validity of religion is that, you know, they use the fear of hell in order to control people. And then, uh, well, in the Middle Ages, they had people pay indulgences. An indulgence was uh, an amount of money that you gave to the church in order to pay off your sins. And yeah, that was some manipulative fucking slimy shit, you know, (laughs) like 
you can't just give the church some money and like the church was just like, hey God, like this dude's cool. He paid some money. Like, we'll just look the other way. I know he fucking killed that chick and raped her and shit, but he's cool. He gave me 20 bucks. So let's just, you know, let him in. Let him into heaven after he dies because it's cool. Like, (laughs) I don't know. People really believe that, though, because people couldn't actually read the Bible for themselves. And uh, it had to be interpreted by a priest because the Bible was mostly written in Latin and Greek. Even in the Middle Ages, when most people spoke English, at least in Europe or in England, I'm sure they spoke fucking German and shit in Germany and whatever. They spoke all kinds of languages, but the language in which the Bible was written was not the commonly spoken language of the land. And that's because they did use it as a tool to control people. Now, if people were able to interpret it for themselves and uh, look at these religious texts for themselves, they would find that. You know, what it really says in the Bible is like, don't listen to these greedy motherfuckers who are trying to manipulate you. Fuck you. uh, Fuck them. You are a God in yourself. It says that right there in the Bible. It says that, you know, we are gods. We're made in the image of God and we're gods ourselves. And, you know, if you're a God, then why should you be subjugated to the will of another? And why should you be working for him and be a slave and shit? So... Both arguments can be made that religion actually emancipates you and and goes against this control system, which is why tyrannical regimes always outlaw religion. That's the first fucking thing they do. That's what they did in the Soviet Union. That's what they're doing right now in China and what they have been doing for a long time. Fucking tearing down churches. It doesn't matter if it's uh, Christian or Muslim or Buddhist or whatever. Like they're fucking throwing people in camps and outlawing religion dude like they don't want nothing to be above the government and that's scary too because china is a powerful fucking country right now and we're totally indebted to them we're like partners with these motherfuckers and you know the the same thing is going to come to america you know it's already happening the the fucking people just hating on religion like like it's a terrible thing and what what has replaced religion? It's science and sports, basically. Fucking science and uh, pop culture. But not even like real science, but just the idea of science as a religion. Because science has now become a dogma. It's a dogmatic belief system where if you question something a scientist said, like scientists are the new priesthood, and they're unquestionable, they're beyond fucking criticism, and anything they say goes. And they're, the reason why they've been elevated to this status is because most people don't understand science. What we're taught in school is very, it's not, we're not taught very well in school, and that's on purpose as well. We're not meant to understand this shit. And that's because they try to cr- create this gap, this gap of understanding like where they hold this knowledge that is incomprehensible to normal people like us. And that is what elevates them to a higher status than us. It's what gives them more power over you is because they know some shit that you don't, or at least they make you think they know that. You know what I'm saying? So it's the same system. It's even worse though, because in the system of science where you know there is no God, there is no consequence for your life 
you know, after death. Nothing's going to happen. Therefore, it's just a fucking free for all. There's no purpose. There's no meaning. It's like, what the fuck do we do? And this is the fucking system that they're bringing in and the system that we live in today. Everything's totally meaningless. There's no purpose to life. Like, we're not supposed to even have families anymore because they're all going to fucking die and drown or some shit because of climate change. And like that, there's no more morality, really. You know, and we're watching this shit happen, man, and we're, we're letting it happen. And we're not even discussing it, really. You know, there's some people who do, but it certainly isn't discussed in the mainstream realm of things. And uh, fuck, man, it's just crazy. So if you're one of those people who kind of understands what's going on or, or even feels it, because you can feel this stuff more than you can explain it. You know, we there's a thing that human beings have. It's a sixth sense. It is a something that it's not necessarily thought it's not necessarily like a a feeling of touch or smell or anything like that it's just a feeling you know that's that's kind of hard to describe and it tells you when shit is wrong or right and you got to follow that feeling if you get a certain feeling about someone that that something's off with them don't fuck with them because there's a reason you're having that feeling you know if you if you feel good about someone then fuck with them you know it goes both ways so uh that's that's real stuff right there and yeah the thing about uh just the intentional murder of god or the even the possibility of one i think people are just overstating their understanding of things they're talking about things they don't really know man you you can't this universe is very mysterious it is fucking huge it is beyond our comprehension and for an establishment like the scientific community which is very interwoven with politics it's the same shit um for for these people to come along and destroy that belief and destroy all wonder and you know the just the fucking phenomenal reality that we live in that is inexplainable because we're trapped on this little planet. How how much could we really know in this never-ending universe? We're like one fucking little organism on a tiny little planet. How much do you really think we know about the truth of our existence? There's There's not fucking much we can find out. That'd be like fucking... I don't even know what it would be like, man. It's just fucking crazy. We don't have enough data. We don't have enough um, view of our world or universe around us in order to conclusively say this is what it is. And that goes for for uh, both things. Like you can't really explain science too much or religion too much. Like neither of them are conclusive, but there's um, definitely some mysterious shit going on. So... That's the reason why it's important to keep an open mind and uh, I don't know, just fucking be a good person, I guess, right? Because what else can you do when you're living in such crazy times? All you can do is try to be a good friend, be a good husband or wife, a good child, and just fucking go with the flow. Do what you can, man. Hopefully create something uh, that you can leave behind 
for other people to study and to gain from. And, and that's that. And that's all I got for you today. So hope you enjoyed it. You all have a great day. Party on. Peace out. Had the time of his life, a capitalist with a communist wife. Started a fight and did the cast with guards into Christ. Hardly the type to give garbage advice. He was larger than life. He penetrate the roof with the car with a spike. Brain by insane ex-Marine, CIA, traitor, renegade, assassin, androids. Half deployed pilot in black helicopter, choppers over Bosnia. Sniffing so much coke, nose is fucked up. Let a lot for all y'all bystanders. Baggy ass jeans to hide your banger, banger, thug the fuck out. Hang with bash in your face, gag gangs of the government. These other kids, it's like the drunk bitch that sucked a hundred dicks. It's your party, they cry great. Plus the hook alive. Great. Slip another line and get your mind straight Pull out the nine and start shooting people Money ain't the root of evil, it be much more than that America taught me how to kidnap and torture cat Exit the Stargate, initial perception quickens my heart rate This dark place, planet Earth, orbits one star I've come from a far, far away state of mind Open up your third eye, black helicopters in the sky Exit the Stargate, initial perception quickens my heart rate This dark place, planet Earth, orbits one star I've come from a far, far away state of mind Open up your third eye, black helicopters in the sky I need so I can jet easier My crib's tapped, I suspect ether That's why I'm out of touch with the media Undercovers like Pete Seeger I couldn't tell neither Watching the projects with a van of speakers Peeping how my kids rest Banging my whiz for hours Surveillance tape pissing in King's Plaza Even got us after hours Drug parties, golden showers on the poor shiksa Work for the FBI so anytime I might whisper My scary team be like barely clean Rocking Israeli jeans That's why I'm mostly heard and rarely seen Realization soaked in urgency Can't escape history's pen I'll be the worst to me Worst to me Exit the Stargate Initial perception quickens my heart this dark place, planet Earth, orbits one star I've come from a far, far away state of mind Open up your third eye, black helicopters in the sky Exit the Stargate, initial perception quickens my heart rate This dark place, planet Earth, orbits one star I've come from a far, far away state of mind Open up your third eye, black helicopters in the sky This copper in the city hopper like a rocker with binoculars Took me, these two rosters, and I'm officer cap a hostage he Said that we were imposters, he's an impatient government agent From the United Nations, and said that we had the provident information about the aliens, vegetarians, devils and Aryans These are civilized barbarians, we fucking bury them When Ross said you pussy blood clot and got shot Now I'm like fuck this, I'm going up spots cause shit is hot cause shit is We hot. know about the plan for the projects for contraband Got bombs on Brazil so you can kill a conquer land And drug trafficking, you new creation for disease To control the population in the states and overseas You put poison in the weed and the milk we feed our seeds You look shocked, that's a box to know the plot of all of these Took his Glock, lit the shot when the bastard was alone Looking through them out, then the monster threw the chopper back to Brooklyn. Exit the and this is perception for my heart rate. This dark place, planet Earth, orbits one star. I've come from a far, far away state of mind. Open up your third eye, black helicopters in the sky. Exit the Stargate, initial perception quickens my heart rate. This dark place, planet Earth, orbits one star. I've come from a far, far away state of mind. Open up your third eye, black helicopters in the sky. Oh